I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Like victory. G'day listeners, welcome back to Full Metal Movie Reviews. It's your host, Sam Boy, and this week we are doing another TV spectacular. Um, it's one of the, I guess, uh, cult, mm, cult TV series uh, that's presently out at the moment on YouTube Premium or Red, whatever the hell the YouTube service is called. It's the... Um, the Karate Kid sequel series, Cobra Kai, with me to all to discuss all things LaRusso uh, premium luxury cars is at Hath Hawaii. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, sorry, Cobra Kai, sorry Cobra about, Kai. Sorry about that, that intro. Cobra Kai. I'm, I'm fried. Um, so, um, yeah, let's do it. So this is the... Um, this t- the, the TV series that's on is it YouTube Red? Yeah, man, it's on uh, it's on YouTube Red. So uh, they uh, promote it where you can get the first, I think, two episodes for free mm-hmm. of each season, I believe, and then you got to subscribe to the service, which is how both you and I managed to watch all the episodes. Am I right, YouTube Red? Sorry, I'm waiting for. <laughs> yes, yes, you are 100 percent right. Yeah. Um. And fundamentally, guys, what this series is, it's uh, a bit quiche, a bit, um, a bit, a bit, would you say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Camp. Mate, it's a bit, it's a bit 80s, son. Yeah. It's um, a bit 80s. Self-aware. Uh, it's the continuation of the Russo story. Not actually so much the Russo story, perhaps, um, uh, Johnny Lawrence and how he deals with the fallout of losing to Mate, Daniel it, LaRusso. It's called Cobra Kai. But you know, <laughs> oh, it's actually not YouTube Red. It's YouTube Premium. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. I believe it. Was, no, no, no. I believe it was YouTube Red the first season. The first. Oh, okay. I mean YouTube Premium. Yeah, that's how we both got it. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So uh, what I'm saying is, it's called Cobra Kai. So it's um, it, it's a, I think it, you look at it this way. It it is the Karate Kid universe, and it's now focusing on um both sides of the story and you know before Cobra Kai came out there was all these YouTube conspiracies of how Daniel LaRusso was meant to be you know he's actually the bad guy right and I, we actually talked about the about it on this very podcast um, I think last yeah the beginning of last year when we reviewed the Karate Kid you know how Daniel LaRusso is meant to be the bad guy um, apparently. So now, yes, you're right. They are very self-aware. It's like they've spun that and now they've got two sides of the story and there's no real good guys or bad guys Well, there is in season two and we'll get to that. Um, but it's not just a Daniel LaRusso story anymore. It's the Karate Kid story. It's the Cobra Kai story. 
And I, I think that's really cool. And I really, really like this series. And I want season three right now. <laughs> okay. So, listeners, um, to give now. you a brief summary, um, fundamentally, it's the the premise is that Johnny Lawrence is a washed up sort of guy who seemingly had it all in the original movie, but now is still living in the past, living in a shitty apartment in Reseda, doing shitty um, handyman jobs. He loses his job comes into some money um, from his stepdad. He then decides to open up Cobra Kai Dojo and train um, Miguel Diaz, uh, a kid that lives in his same apartment block. And conversely, Daniel LaRusso's life has been nothing but awesome. It's just been up, up, and up. And he's opened up a range, um, a number of car dealerships selling Audis, Mercedes, Range Rovers, like premium luxury brands. He's got, I think, three or four of these things. He's making a lot of money. He has uh, a well-adjusted, perfect daughter in Samantha um, who's like, you know, honor student, rah, rah, rah. And funnily enough, through circumstance, uh, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence sort of come into each other's lives again. And once Daniel LaRusso finds out about the Cobra Kai resurgence, he does sort of, I guess, I would say the wrong thing in sort of trying to take them down by opening up Miyagi Dojo or Miyagi Do to teach karate for free in order to, to get rid of the Cobra Kai uh, business. And throughout, you got some nuances uh, of relationships and some cool twists and turns, which I don't, for the, for, if you're not, for the first time in Full Metal Movie Reviews, I don't think we should really kind of go too much into the spoilers because I really want people to go see this and enjoy it for the first time. Oh my god, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold your horses, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of varying ages, we are not going into full spoilers, can you believe it, can you believe well, it, that is how good this son bitch is, that is how good it is, no, 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 well done Sam, well done, you just stand by maybe what you just Maybe t- in terms of referencing perhaps who Robbie Keane is? You know what? Let's do. And shall we? Shall we do a general points? review? You want to do a general review and then do a spoiler warning, and then get into the spoilers? Nah, nah just nah. Kind of keep it. Like you know, you know. So John Kreese is in this. Like it's this thing. <gasps> this thing has been out for two years. So people know that John Kreese comes back. So we well, can talk actually, about how he fits into it, right? <laughs> it hasn't been out for two years. It's but, been out for pretty much a year. No, it's been out for since uh, 2017, right? No, nah, 18. Yeah, tripping balls, bruh. Yeah, May 2018. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're right. So it's just just a bit over a year. I think that's the last time you're gonna, you know, try and uh, argue with me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Well, I guess we can do. Uh, if you want to do it, do it. But um, the point I'm trying to make is, it's as Anthony said at the top of the, this episode. It's not so much about who's the good guy versus bad guy. It's just about dealing with these people. That is just pe- these people having real life problems. You know, Johnny Lawrence can't relate to his own son, so then he's trying to sort of coach or be a, a sensei to Miguel and try to right the wrongs that he couldn't do with his son. And Daniel Larusso sort of like got the blinkers on that he hates Cobra Kai so much that he's sort of like, I guess, getting back into karate for the wrong reasons. Um, and just to sort of spite and put an end to Cobra Kai for once and for all. So he kind of sees Cobra Kai as like 
lightning rod for all his problems that if anything ever goes wrong it's due to Cobra Kai and then in the middle you kind of get the kids and how they're dealing with it in the school so you have a whole bunch of nerds um, get trained by Sensei Lawrence to flip the script and become cool sort of karate kids I guess I don't know and how good how good is that scene when he walks in for all the yeah. students and he's looking at him and he's just like you're all a bunch of nerds yeah <laughs> and um Miyagi Joe or is it called Miyagi Do whatever it is. yeah Miyagi Do whatever they want to do yeah it's Miyagi Do um they're sort of seen as like the less sort of popular or cool sort of dojo and they're just I won't say for wince but it's like nah you want to be Cobra Cry you want to, you want the cool merch um, so let's maybe do season one and season two, just like in general. So what's, what do you, like first up, Anth, mm. what do you like about Cobra Kai? Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. I remember when, uh, May last year, <coughs> last year, 2018, when Cobra Kai came out, uh, I was like, Hey man, you want to have a look at this for the pod? And you're like, nah. And then I had a look at it and I wrote a tweet. And you guys can go back and look at my tweet history. And it's there. And it says something like, um, Cobra Kai is good, um, but it's not for our generation. It's for a new generation. And, and I do stand by that. What I, I didn't, And I didn't mean that in kind of like a negative light, saying it's bad or anything. I meant that in a way that this here has brought the Karate Kid to a whole new modern way of storytelling and a whole new modern generation. So what I really like about season one is that it brings back what we're familiar with in regards to characters, but it makes it its own story. And I really enjoy those kids, man. Like, I think their characters have great, great cool depth, you know, the daughter um, and the... I like how the nerds flip the script. So you've got the nerds essentially becoming the bully, and this isn't really a spoiler, um, but you've got one kid who is pretty much the pinnacle of nerd, and he becomes a badass karate kicking oh, uh, kid named Hawk in the fuck first Hawk. season. Fuck no, no, no. We, well, we can talk about why we think fuck Hawk comes second season. But in the first season... He definitely. Nah, I hate his face. I hate. I've always hated his face. He's he hated his, his face. face because he's got. Okay, this character, ladies and gentlemen, no, has no. a facial deformity on his lip. I don't have so that. It's like I, I hate his face. He's, he's got a fucking gump, shit-eating grin. He's really skinny and pale, and he has a fucking face that you want to slap, regardless of that fucking all thing. Right, on his all lip. right, but the point of that is that it's created a whole new. Uh, cast of characters that you can either hate, you want to slap the thing off their face, um, or you can relate to like uh, Johnny's kid and you know, and that type of stuff. So to answer your question in a really roundabout way, I really like, really like the characters and I really like the new generation of characters that have been brought into this old story. So season one, I really like how they introduce all those characters in. What do you like, Sam? I like the fact that it doesn't it never takes itself too seriously. Uh, I love the fact that it um, it doesn't ramp up or ramp up, sorry, or it doesn't play too much on nostalgia. Like it really it, it threads in the original scenes of the, the original Karate Kid throughout the throughout the episodes. But I think that's done more for, as you said, the, the younger generation knows what happened as opposed to say, "Oh, look how cool this is." If that makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, um, it's been 30 years. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't think they actually do it for to play on nostalgia. Um, they do it more to so like to just as a way of um, just saying, oh, this is what happened in the past. Um, I love the fact that they're using all the original actors um, and that those are some of the original actors, you know, their acting is a bit wooden and it's not the best, but it's it doesn't take itself so seriously that they're not never put in a position where they have to like do epic monologues and cry. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but I think that brings out some of the uh, charm to this. You know what I mean? Is that, that Woody, that wooden acting. Yeah, and and the actors, the actors have actually said in interviews, it's, it's because they were saying the first karate kid, like the movies, right? They had, you know, months and months and months to get things down. They're like with this, it's literally, you know, weeks of filming multiple episodes, bang, 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 get it done, 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 done. Like they don't have multiple takes. Oh, it could, it could also that, be the fact that none of them have worked since the original Karate Kid. That could true. also have something to do with it. Hey, but, hey, <laughs> hey I, know, I know Johnny Lawrence has appeared in uh, movies about killer pythons and stuff like that. You know, he's, he's been busy. Um, uh, I love the uh, soundtrack. It has really cool 80s themes. Um, themes it has good. metal songs, hair metal, and stuff like that. Um, but also, you know what I really love about this? Is that every episode, so there's only every season is about 10 episodes. They're 20, 22 to 27 minutes. Some can be over 30. I think the season finale was about 39 minutes, but none of them go for more than that. 45 minutes an hour, you're not looking at that. And it's like you watch an ep, you enjoy it, and you're not having to pause it midway through an ep because you're, like, you're tired or you want to go to bed. You know what I mean? It's it's like sound bites. Do I know what you mean? Do I perfect. know what you mean? It's perfect. I watched the first season, loved it. All right, when the second season came on my doorstep, all right, the wife was out, the pizza was ordered. I put that some bitch in at seven o'clock. Ten, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, three hours. Ten, ten o'clock. I was done. Watched the entire season. Bam, 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 bam. It was mm. the greatest binge watch of my life. You know what? I'm gonna do it again mm. right now. So good. But yes, I know what you mean. It's it's like the perfect. To me, that's the perfect TV, you know, TV episode. Yeah, um, that's right. what I mean. It's just like it doesn't. See, some of the, so here's the issue with Netflix. So some Netflix shows go for too long. I like forty five minutes to an hour, and they have a lot of time with exposition and explaining things, and a lot of like they take their time to breathe. And there's a, some episodes like, oh, this is a fucking waste of an episode, right? This is like, as you said. Because it's marketed for the YouTube generation where they kind of don't really sit at YouTube for longer than, you know, 30 minutes because they just watch all the YouTube clips are like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? It's not it's not really a thing to watch something on YouTube for like a couple of hours. It's, they just get into it and nothing's really wasted and nothing's really, um, I guess... They don't take. They don't. They don't fuck around or dick around trying to explain shit. They said, no, "This is a washed-up guy doing bullshit jobs. He used to do fight karate. Now he's got nothing." And they just keep moving the story along forward. Every every episode either leaves on a cliffhanger or has a really big development in the plot. And that's what I love. It's never. It's never like oh fuck. You never like. You never have to skip anything. There's, no throwaway. There's no throwaway. Yeah, exactly. There's no throwaway. There's no fat. throwaway. Apps. Yeah. You know, there's no. I mean, TV series back in the day, you know, it's keep them running. They, they did have 
well, especially those long TV series, they did have like some throwaway apps, you know, here and there. But this, this, like, you're right. It's a quick generation. You know, everything has to be real hard and fast, and this is hard and fast. You know, you, you want the reason why I binge watched it so well. I mean, there wasn't a point where I was like, oh yeah, I'll finish this tomorrow. It's just because each episode you just want more. You know, they just give you more, and the cliffhangers. Especially the season one cliffhanger, I remember like, oh fuck, can't wait for season two. And now, oh, I can't wait for season three. So, yeah, man, I 100% agree with you. 100%. Um, and what I loved is the the fact that this is, it's like a soap opera, like literally. It doesn't play like a, like a serious drama. It doesn't play like a comedy. It's It's got moments of seriousness in it and moments of comedy, but... The actual drama itself isn't necessarily about the fighting because it does have fighting sequences, but it's more about the people and how they're coping with shit, um, and also like also like how you know how relationships develop um, and how people misinterpret things, and I guess how if you never really give people a second chance to develop or grow, you're always going to be doing the same shit over and over again and you never really learn from anything. So there's like a lot of sort of pretty cool heavy messages about life and just how to treat people in general. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I f- can't believe that <laughs> that fucking uh, Daniel LaRusso is training Johnny Lawrence's kid in karate. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, you know, when you get twists like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that. Uh- that is pretty much a big slap in the face. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, it's oh, just oh, fuck. I just gave away a big spoiler. No, no, you didn't. You didn't really give away a big uh, spoiler because it's kind of it's introduced in the beginning, and as you said, you know, the first season was out seven mm-hmm. years ago. So, um, you know, everyone's seen it. I'll just I'll just took a shot at you, mate. All Maybe. right. Well, what don't you like you about Cobra Kai? Nothing. Really, you love everything about it. Okay, there's all right. There's one thing I don't like. Yeah, shoot. Um, you don't really go into spoilers, but you know what? Fuck uh, it. Full metal. Go into spoilers. Like this fucking. Okay, you know what? All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Everything's great about Cobra Kai. Okay, if you haven't seen it, stop this podcast. Go watch it right now. It's six hours later. Turn this podcast back on. Ready, set, go. Okay, so um, fucking Manta Ray, that character. What was his name Manta Ray? Season Ray. two. Ray. I think so. Stingray. Ray. Stingray, Manta Ray, Bobby Ray, Billy Ray. I don't give a shit what he is. I don't like him. I just... He... he there's no point in him being there. So, you at the beginning, you summed this up, right? You were like, um, it doesn't play too heavy into the comedy. It doesn't play too heavy into the drama, right? And then you've got this character who is 100% comedy... All the time. Now, there are times and places for comedy relief, all right? There's always a time and a place for comedy relief. But when you've got this season and all the characters already have perfect comedic timing and the comic relief is already there, like Johnny Lawrence when he goes off at technology or when he tells people to shut up, you know, silence, you know, all that stuff, you you don't need... Some guy who just got off of a Saturday Night Live rejection cast list to jump on board and pretend it's Pineapple Express and try and be funny. I think that character is useless. And uh, every scene he was in, I was just like, I want somebody to punch him in the face. And also, why the hell was there a 50 or 30-year-old or whatever he is 
doing karate with a bunch of fucking uh, 15-year-olds. Someone step in. Someone step in. That was the first the year on, and the first karate kid fucking, he's doing that, Sensei Lawrence. Not Sensei Lawrence, um, fucking uh, Crease. He's training kids, isn't he? Yeah. No, but Ray is, he's not, he's training. Oh, Chris. so you're talking about Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying Ray. He should, be in, he should be in adult class, I get you. Yeah, yeah, but he shouldn't even be in, in this series. I, don't, I think there's no, his character is 100% comedy. It, mm. it doesn't just, to me, it's just a bit out of place and doesn't serve the purpose. Fair enough. I hope they change his character or tone it down a little bit for the next one. But other um, than that, hmm. not the issue with this. Really? Okay, so I have a couple issues. I have a couple big issues, actually. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, so number one, um, I, I kind of don't like the fact that, even as good as this, as this series is, that... <laughs> It's being produced by Will Smith. <laughs> so, oh, come on. I so, didn't even see that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so that's in the credits. So Will Smith did this um, after, I guess, I don't know why, but I guess he must have to do something with his son's uh, reboot. Well, he did produce the remake, didn't he? I fucking hate that movie so much. Um, <laughs> I couldn't sit through it, by the way. And I kind of like resent the fact that he... You know what I mean? Like, I, it's a bit weird that the guy that, that did a failed reboot is now doing this series. So it's like, well, there's clearly no need for a reboot, was there, in the first place? Oh, there you go. Will Smith, executive producer. Yeah. But there's also 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. There's like 23 producers and 1, 2, 3, yeah, 4, okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, uh, 9, 10, yeah. 10 executive producers. Okay. Anyway. Um, and I <laughs> Just do not like uh, LaRusso in this series. Um, I think he fundamentally is the root of 90% of all issues. That's, I think that's the point. Um, and I know you're not saying I think that's the point, but if you go back to that other Karate Kid episode that we did, uh, to me, <laughs> LaRusso is the man or was the man. Um, he's not the man. He's just... I, I he's find just that now he's too much of a... I don't know what the word is, but he's a cock pretty much. He's a cock. And I know you can say, well, he always was a cock. Yeah. Not really. I mean, he's just, you know, that he was just a smart aleck from New Jersey, you know, wisecracking fucking Italian-American, right? But in this, he's just a cock. He's just a flat-out a cock. Um, yeah. And season two, he funnily enough kind of, they tone that down a bit, I think. When he wants to become the karate teacher for the right reasons, um, where he just wants to teach kids karate, not so much to beat Cobra Kai. And I think that is probably a better representation of the character because at the end of the day, like, LaRusso didn't have a father and Miyagi was his, you know, de facto father. Um, And he got a lot of life lessons from Miyagi and about, you know, respect and... um, you know, whatever, how to live your life, whatever. And I like the fact that they kind of sort of refine that to be a bit more about the life that sort of the way, I don't know how to articulate this, the sort of the, the, the way karate teaches you how to live your life as opposed to just doing karate to fight, if that makes sense. So the like, like the meaning or the messages behind karate, yeah, which Miyagi was all about. Yeah, man, I know 100% what you mean. But still, at the end of the day, he, there's an undercurrent of cockiness about him. So it's well, uh, I think that's I think that's I think that's a point because he does um, have to redeem himself. Because remember, he has those issues in mm-hmm. in season two with his wife. 
um, where he starts doing karate for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, he starts teaching karate all for the wrong reasons. And it's like, you either want to, you know, you either want to put Cobra Kai out of, you know, business or you want to teach these kids, you know, the right thing. Um, and he, he has to go on a redeeming uh, journey, so to speak. Um, and Johnny, you know, Johnny, mm. Johnny Lawrence, he is the, it's funny because both the start of season one played it out like this. LaRusso is still the good guy and Lawrence is still the bad guy because Johnny is just complete deadbeat shit, bullshit to his kid. Um, just, just a loser, mm. right? Straight out, flat out loser. How, you know, how can you root for this guy? He's a piece of shit. LaRusso successful. You know, from the bottom, now he's here. You know, yes, I just quoted a song, um, and uh, and 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 now he's he's a successful one. But then you see how that plays into his ego, and then Johnny, you see how he tries to you know redeem himself, and he does. And I think season two, now they're trying to get Larusso to redeem himself, kind of thing, and they're showing how Johnny's completely changed. So I reckon there's, I reckon I'm predicting, right. There's going to be a cool character art where Cobra Kai and Miyagi Do are going to like join forces to take out Crease. Do you know what I mean? Are you feeling me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think maybe, but at the same time. And I think season three will be the last season. I think there's a lot to blame. Like, they're both for blaming the Miguel situation. Like, they're both to blame because they hyped up these kids way too much. Um, next thing I have the issue is. The crease issue. So he comes back, and to be honest, he's so transparent, and it's not even like a. I reckon they could have played the Willie won't he screw over Johnny card a bit more, uh, a bit more ambigu- ambiguously, because it's like yeah, it's just a matter of when, as opposed to like you went shocked when he found out that he took Cobra Cry from back from Johnny. Like it's no, but that, but that's bit. but that was the point. I'm really, I'm actually really happy that they didn't do that. Because Johnny was blinded by it, right? But we all could go, no, what are you doing? Don't do it, man. Don't let no, this guy I in see, your life. I, I... And even, even when he did that army bullshit story, you're like, no, 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 no. He's, he's going to do the heel turn. He's going to do the heel turn. Yeah. So I, no, Some I people thought, don't change. Yeah, some people don't change, but I would have thought it would be it would have been nice. Because the point of that is that if he's out to sort of be a better person and to try to convince Johnny, it would have made sense that he would do or behave in such a way but because he doesn't it makes Johnny look like a fucking retard like it just flat out makes him look so dumb so that's yeah, but what then I again, don't think well, then I don't think it played out that way I don't think it played out that well to be honest but again with that you know you set up with LaRusso not really having a father figure Johnny didn't really have a father figure and um, with that Crease was his father figure so even though Crease was a bit of a dick to him as we know, there was, you know, you saw some flashbacks. See, this is the other thing I liked about this, Sam, is that, you know, they are not afraid <clears throat> to add original content, but not retcon an entire storyline. They add a little bit for you to, you know, help pro- push the story forward. So well, they added that stuff with yeah, young see, Johnny I don't, mm, I disagree. and Chris. I disagree. Because at the end we, of, of... We can't so, always agree, man. <laughs> well, no, because, I, I mean, because, like... At the end, or at the start of Karate Kid Two, it's pretty clear that that relationship has soured and it's over, right? And it's also very clear that the kids kind of understand what this guy is fundamentally about, okay? 
And then that's sort of reinforced by the fact that in Karate Kid 3, nobody's going to Cobra Kai anymore. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. So, for him to come back into his life, I understand what you're saying about, um, you know, the father figure. But I would argue that that relationship dynamic was more... Um, it, it wasn't as strong as as what uh, Miyagi and Daniel had. It wasn't a genuine relationship, in my words. So, for Johnny to accept Kreese back, I feel like Kreese should have done more genuine sort of... Um, he should have been a bit more genuine and a bit more, I don't know, not as transparent as he was. Because there can't, like he comes back. Minutes, you can't see him freaking cleaning his car for him, man. Not cleaning his want? car, but like just, just, I don't know, the conversations they have, it's all a bit bizarre because they have a fight first up and then they say... Oh my like, God, how good was that fight? <laughs> well, besides the fact that he's a stunt, but stunt double now because he's so old. But, um, it, was good. it was still good. I suspended my disbelief. I was like, yeah! Um... And so he'd have a fight and then they kind of patch up and then they, and then I know Johnny feels sorry for him because he's living in like some sort of home, whatever, whatever the fuck that is. And he decides to take him back in to sort of help him out. Um, but it's like, yeah, you know what this guy's about, man. Like, you know what this guy's about and it's just never, does he have any sort of, does he display any sort of? Um, it's never ambiguous to us as a as a viewer that that this actual relationship could work out. It's always um, pretty transparent that that they're there. Like he's teaching that Crease is undermining Johnny with, with shitty sort of lessons, and you know it's just yeah. a matter of if. And I think it just is a to the detriment of Johnny's character because Johnny. Has learning is learning from the lessons of his past. He's trying to be a better person, and he isn't a dumbass. He's just fucking just stuck in a rut, and it's like it's a bit too soap opery for me for him not to see that coming. Like it's just for me, it is anyway. That's my yeah. But then again, point. with your point of it being self aware, you know, when Johnny catches up with all the boys in that pretty cool episode, um, you know, those guys are telling Johnny this. What well, you're telling me, they're telling him. Like, hey, man. But without actually saying these words, don't you remember the events of Karate Kid, you know, at the end of Karate Kid and the beginning of Karate Kid 2? Don't you remember how he almost killed you? I mean, what, why are you hanging out with Kreese? What, what is your issue? And he, and even Johnny doesn't really know. So I think, you know, I think it's just one of those things where... Yeah, so, well, that strengthens my argument of that it's weak. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily. I, I think he. I think he had a relationship with this guy, and he had a bond with this guy because they did say that you know Johnny was his best student, and they did have a bit of a bond and a relationship, as they said. And I think that he was just you know benefit of the doubt that hey Johnny's like well look I've changed you know the Russo's changed um, maybe this guy's changed and and that, that's how I saw it you know but whatever. It's still fucking awesome. <laughs> um and yeah, fucking Hawk. I fucking hate Hawk. So that's the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this season definitely cemented Hawk as a bad guy. So you know how we're saying there's no real good guys and bad guys. Well, this one here definitely cemented Hawk as a bad guy. And what I think now that's happening is that 
you know, Hawks a bad guy, Crease is a bad guy, and I think this upcoming season will have, you know, the good and the bad guys. You know, it's definitely going to be cemented in. But yeah, you're right. You know, whoever fucking steal Miyagi's medals, Hawk, I'm coming for you, bitch. Um, yeah, I think this Hawk is he's bad at karate. So Miguel is Diaz, the guy, the actor that plays Miguel Diaz, is actually pretty decent with his moves and he does some pretty cool takedowns mm. um and you can see it's kind of weird how they film the karate fight scenes because it's so much like the karate back in the in the 80s was or 90s whatever the karate kid was filmed is so shit compared to like the shit that these kids are doing now with like takedowns and stuff oh uh, you know what you say that and you're right the karate in the 80s <clears throat> i think the karate kid in the 80s it was solid i i have seen a lot of um I've seen a lot of faults in these guys and their karate. Yeah, so that's, and that's what, yeah. That's actually one of the things as well. When you okay, when you asked me, you know, what what were some of my pet peeves about it, and I, and I said nothing really. Um, now that I've, I've actually, I actually did think about this after I saw it. It was, I would have liked sometimes for more stunt doubles to do the karate. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> some of it was pretty weak. Yeah, so, and, and, and it's probably like the Russo-Lawrence stuff. They fight very much like... It's weird. I don't know, because I, I... It's very choreographed. It's yeah, very choreographed. Very, like, when they fight, it's, it's much more slower, and the hits don't really seem to hit or resonate. Um, But it's like the karate... So, for those listeners at home, Anth is a black belt in Tang Soo Do, which is a... Second down black belt in Murak Kwan Subak Do, which uh, Tang Soo Do is under a banner of. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. So Sorry. Get, get it right. Apologies. You're okay. Um, but didn't you start off in Tang Soo Do? Well, yes. Yeah, so I did start out in Tang Soo Do. I transitioned to Subak Do, but it's all under the Murak Kwan banner. So, okay. I could go to anywhere that's under Murak Kwan, which could be Taekwondo, which could be Subak Do, yeah. which could be Tang Soo Do, and I would be a second down black belt in yeah. any part of the world. Okay, um, cool. And I, like, okay, and, I and I did a bit of taekwondo back in the day, but not a lot. Oh mate, he he was a freaking legend. This guy, you should have seen it way back in the day. <laughs> um, all five lessons. Uh, hey man, I got the yellow belt green stripe. So, so yeah. The thing I like about there's two things I like about the karate that they're doing now. So when I was doing taekwondo, you never got taught takedowns or grappling. Or floor floor holds, if that makes sense. Because that's not a part of the taekwondo. Correct, and <laughs> and in this, the kids are kind of like doing whatever. It's like MMA, sort of almost just whatever. It's not really karate, um, but the right. olds are doing karate, if that makes sense. Well, like I mean, there's karate jitsu. It's weird, isn't it? It's not karate. Like it's not karate. It's strictly speaking, it's not karate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Whereas the Karate Kid, it was karate. It was just karate. Like, yeah, but there was there was sweeps. There yeah. was there was sweeps. There was takedowns. Um, yeah. No, not but like like yeah, they grabbed they literally grabbed yeah, the guy by the leg. Yeah, but some of this is some of this is you know okay. It, uh, things have evolved over <laughs> the course, but karate does involve sweeps and takedowns. Um, but they do, they also don't involve wire work. So, <laughs> you know, yes, there are some differences, Sam. Okay, there are some differences, but um, you know, it's it still they've got they've got takedowns and shit. Yes. Um, and you know what though, the thing I do like about it 
though, is that they don't really emphasize the belts. So when I was doing Taekwondo, it's, it's, to me, it's pretty transparent that uh, new belt. Because, your fees, you get a belt. Yeah, right. pretty much. And and whereas in um, Cobra Kai, everyone just has a white belt. And that sort of, I like that sort of um, approach. You know what I mean? Like everyone's a student. So, you know, I think you yeah. even talked about it in the last a Karate Kid episode, you know, it only goes black because you never washed a belt and that represents the years of learning you've had. You know, rah, 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 rah. So I kind of yep. like the fact that it's... Like, they're, like, very transparent about the students, sort of, like, they're all just students, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so they're not really shoving down the pyramid scheme that is westernized karate lessons <laughs> it's like you're your, your white belt for three months then you pay us fifty dollars mm-hmm. you get a certificate mm-hmm. and a black stripe on your mm-hmm. belt then three months later you pay us another fifty dollars and then you get a yellow belt and a certificate then <laughs> you get the yeah, green stripe you, and you get the green belt and it's like oh my yeah. god this is- and you're paying fifty dollars for a piece of electric tape <laughs> yeah literally yeah. <laughs> literally electric tape around the bell um and you're and- gonna keep paying for yeah. it kid because <laughs> yeah because you want to get to that black belt and if you train with me and drop over five g's in two years you'll get that black belt correct yeah no nah, i know look i I've seen it all. My my club, uh, the, the the Subakdo that I was part of, we were not like that. We were very much, yeah. You, some kids hated it because they were on the same belt for like a year. Mm. I'm like, we want to change belts. I'm like, I'll oh, go somewhere else, and they did. That's why we're not doing it anymore. But anyway, uh, you know, this kind of got me back in the mood to get back into martial arts. Well, let's do it, man. Let's get the bag. Let's train. Yeah, I want to. I want to get a gi, and I want to fucking do it properly. <laughs> well, let's get, get a gi. You know, I'm a licensed instructor around the world. I can go to Korea and teach the Koreans their own martial arts. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do, let's do it right now. I've let's, got call it, let's call it, um, no, not, no, maybe not Cobra. Let's call it uh, Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. <laughs> no, Brown Snake. Brown Snake. Brown Snake. <laughs> Brown Snake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get Miyagi do get everything in there. Um, um, no, but yeah. Yeah, look, some of the karate... Uh, I the girl was pretty believable. Like, he strikes pretty... No, Miguel. Miguel's on the money. Mm. Uh, Miguel's got potential. Um, uh, Hawk what's her sucks. name? He's too skinny. Like I could fart Who? on him and Hawk? fall over. Yeah, no. Look, Hawk's all flash. Um, I'll be able to I'll beat the yeah. shit out of him. Uh, Samantha Larusso. I yeah. cannot stand mm. her stuff. It's just, um, yeah. yeah, it's just. She's a good actress, though. Oh no, she's a great actress. Great mm. actress. But we're talking karate now. Yeah, you're cool. Um, yeah, I yeah I can't stand. Um, how she um, does that karate stuff. It just drives me up the wall. Um, but Robbie? Robbie's not too bad. Robbie's like, pretty good. Robbie's pretty good. I, I like Robbie's stature. That fight in the like season like, two oh was pretty good. Oh my God, that fight in season two. You're, mm-hmm. talking, about the, you're talking about that whole episode or what? Uh, we can. We, we, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, oh, so you're not even getting into that. Which fight are you talking about? No, I'm just saying like in general, the karate styles. Like who, who oh, yeah. pulls it off as... like I think... Um, LaRusso is probably looking pretty weak and Lawrence is probably looking the better of the two. I don't yeah. know, I think, in my opinion. No, I think you're right. But, I, and you know, uh, but again, this is the thing. Like, they they made one season last year. Mm. They released it in May, mm-hmm. right? Now, 
when we did that podcast, it was before May. I can't, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think. I think it was March or something. We did that podcast. Mm-hmm. And Cobra Kai was in the, I think it was just an idea. It wasn't, it wasn't even in production yet. They punched it out. They got it done that quick. Same with this one. You know, they this season, they punched it out. They got it down quick. You know, the, the, what they're doing in the time frame that they're doing it in is, is freaking amazing. <laughs> it's it's freaking amazing. Hey, Let's turn down the karate for a minute. You know how we said, or you said that they don't really rely too much on the nostalgia, nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? You're absolutely right. But how that episode where all the original Cobra Kai guys came back, except for one who they said he was in prison, but the original Cobra Kai crew came back and they went on that road trip, right? How good was that episode? And did you notice the Easter egg at the very end? Uh, I didn't mind it. I, see, I wasn't never, again, uh, a big Cobra Kai guy, so I'm like, why am I wasting time with these fools? Um, but if it's important to Johnny, I guess it's important to the story. Um, I did not notice the Easter egg at the end. What was the Easter egg? Uh, so you remember how that character uh, said, put him in a body bag. Oh, he goes in the body bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he dies. Yeah, yeah he yeah, dies. And he ends up in a body bag at the end of the episode. Oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's actually quite funny. <laughs> um, so like, it's funny when I was watching. Yeah, it's actually it, right? pretty you're funny. Like, that's actually good. That's it's, very, a, very it's, good. A, it's a sad moment, right? And you're like, oh man, there's a bit of drama here. And the next minute, they're zipping up him in a body bag, and I'm literally just going, ah, <laughs> put him that's in a body bag. That's clever. I like it. Yeah, I like that's, it. That's a good one. Um. All right. So basically, that's kind of what I didn't like. But overall, it's very much worth a watch. And I think this first season um, culminates in um, uh, Lawrence resurrecting the branding of Cobra Kai, and then subsequently winning the Hill Valley Tournament um, against uh, Miyagi Do, who has his son Robbie competing against him. Um, and there's a bit of drama there, but ultimately it doesn't really eventuate too much other than the fact that the Cobra Kai kids learn that Sensei, Rob, Sensei Lawrence's son is training with um, Larusso. i got to say, though, like, with the amount of T-shirts and fucking just merch that is out there in Cobra Kai, in the Cobra Kai world, because all these kids have Cobra Kai T-shirts, sweaties, hoodies, uh, beach towels, water bottles. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he must be killing it. Like, he must be fucking killing it. And the fact that Kreese comes back, I'm like, as if Kreese is like, bitch, you're paying me royalties because I started this. <laughs> like, Kreese is with his, in my opinion, is with, with his rights to want his fucking dojo back because, True. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and then the second series is more about, uh, I guess, LaRusso dealing with the fallout of losing the tournament and that he wants to sort of start up Miyagi-Do to teach karate the right way, I guess, in his mind. Um, and what you see is like Lawrence starts off trying to teach his kids in Cobra Kai not to be jer- not to be weak, weak as piss, and to be strong and be alphas, right? Yeah. But over the time, you see him sort of like chill out and subvert his sort of um, uh, messaging. Messaging. So he's like, in at the end of season one. Uh, Miguel beats Robbie and Robbie's injured and Miguel I can't remember what he does whether he he does something to the, the shoulder or something yeah something like that yeah. and 
in season two, uh, basically Lawrence is like, well, no, you beat an injured guy. That means nothing. If you want to beat your opponent, you got to beat him while your opponent's at their best. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. And he's just he's just basically trying to right the wrongs of what he was taught. And you can see him evolving and becoming more of um, a better teacher. Yes. Like, yeah, a much better teacher. Yep. And it sort of gets cut short because all this good work gets undermined by Crease and he Crease sort of molds these kids to be the old Cobra Kai. And what happens is that starts up a war where Cobra Kai goes against Miyagi Do and the Russo thinks it's Lawrence teaching these kids these bad habits, where it's not, it's actually Crease. Mm. Crease doesn't really um sorry, Lawrence doesn't know and he only finds out at the very end. And that's when he loses the dojo. However, when the kids, the two factions, they uh, pretty much go have been going at it all sort of season. They have yeah. a few skirmishes, but it culminates at uh, the first day of school oh, when um, uh, Miguel's. I mean, there's a sort of like a love triangle thing, but Miguel's uh, ex-girlfriend gets jealous that Miguel was hooking up with Sam Larusso, Larusso's daughter, and so she challenges her to a fight, and then Miguel goes to stop it. And then Robbie intervenes. No, Robbie intervenes to stop it. Sorry. And then Miguel pushes Robbie off of Sam. And then he's like, "Fuck off, Sam's now with me." And then there's a massive brawl in the school. Massive. And it's actually shot pretty intently. Like it's actually not a bad. A lot of cool skirmishes. Oh mate, look here's here's a cool thing. All right, so I've just got the Wikipedia um, page up um, with the episode summaries. All right, now I'm not gonna. I won't read everything out to you, <clears throat> but. This summary is about, I don't know, say about 30, 40 lines worth of, of, of dialogue. Within the halfway in the third line, Tori starts a fight between herself and Samantha. And then from that third line all the way to the 40th, it is literally this epic fight. This whole episode is... Um, what's that movie, Sam? The... the um, Shit, that movie where it's just it's just one big fight and nonstop. It's a it's an Indonesian martial arts movie. The raid, the, the raid, right? Oh, this oh, is like, re- what's the one we reviewed? Um, we never reviewed it, did we? Uh, oh, we reviewed something else, anyway. Oh, um, oh, whatever. It was it wasn't memorable, but <laughs> yeah, the one with like he's he's like the triads and he's trying to stop the triads. He's kind of yeah, you know, whatever that one. Yeah, yeah same people, same people that made the raid. Yeah, yeah. So it is like um, it is like a twenty-minute version of the raid, but done in a school, right? With you know, with school kids doing karate, and it's just all these little and there's there's a whole heap of storylines that Sam just mentioned before um, that just come together in this massive clash. So all these characters, any character that has a bit of dialogue, has a little side story. Um, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Hawk has a side story with his old mate that's now in Cobra Kai. Uh, that's in um, Miyagi-Do. And then they have a massive fight. Um, these There's these other two kids that were a part of Cobra Kai then split up. They have a fight. And there's all these like fights breaking down, but it all ends with um, Miguel and... Um, shit, oh my God. What's the... Uh, What's Lawrence's kid's name? Robbie. Robbie. Miguel and uh, and Robbie at the very end, which I'll, I'll let you I'll let you mention what happens because you know I know. You. 
don't know that it excites um, you. But that, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking killer episode, man. It's like, a killer episode. So Robbie is 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 more or less LaRusso's best student, and he's also Lawrence's son. He's his strained son. Then you have LaRusso has his daughter, Samantha. Yeah. Then you have Miguel. Miguel is Lawrence's actual student in Cobra Kai, and Miguel is is Lawrence's best student. Yeah. Miguel and Samantha used to go out, but then Samantha and they had a fight, and he accidentally pushed her or something, and... Long story short, Samantha got close to Robbie and they sort of... Don't be pushing your girls, all right? Don't be pushing your girls. However, Samantha finds out that um, Miguel got back um, Miss Miyagi's Medal of Honor um, and she kind of realized that she's still got feelings for him and they hooked up. So there's a love triangle right there. Mm -hmm. But then there's this overlay of that... Lawrence is having his son taught by his heated rival and he can't he's struggling with that. And he, towards the end of the series they actually have an episode where they kind of the LaRusso's and Lawrence sort of get on and they have they're coexisting and they're having a good they time. They do that in both seasons. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Season one they did it, season two. And I love end, that. I love that. There's always something that then there's a yeah. conflict where Samantha gets too drunk and she doesn't want to go home, so she decides to go stay at Rob uh, Lawrence's um, Johnny's house, and Robbie's there, obviously. Um, and then Larusso comes, finds her, and there's a fight. Anyway, long story <laughs> short, this love triangle—it's very really hard. It's because it's so—it's like a soap opera. There's so many sort of—it's like you have to every episode something happens, so you have to explain it. Oh, mate, so good. Long story short, Robbie fights Miguel again. This time it's for life, not for points. Mm-hmm. And basically, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Yeah, exactly. And basically, who Miguel, who in my opinion is the better uh, karate uh, student, or the, the superior, he's got the superior technique to Robbie. Uh, Robbie's yeah, pretty good, but I think Miguel is is better. Um, Miguel has a really bad fall over some uh, railing, and he lands on. Um, Concrete steps, and he's got rushed to hospital, and he's in a coma, and it's implied that he could die, but it's also implied that he may not walk again, and so you don't know what's going to happen to Miguel because that's a cliffhanger, mm. and I think what's really, really, really um, interesting is that they don't worry about too much about Robbie. Um, like I think there's a phone call, but I can't remember exactly what happens, but. They really focus on the fact that the two two men are now burdened with this insane amount of guilt. And yep. Lawrence has pretty much thrown in the towel and said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm a fucking bad teacher. So he's thrown away his Cobra Kai car. He's given away the he's let he's let Crease have the dojo. He's given away his students. He only really cares about Miguel and his the health, safety of Miguel and his son. And I think, in my opinion, LaRusso blames it still can't see, yeah. He just can't see what his involvement is, and sort of still blaming fucking um, Johnny, and he's a bit tone deaf as to what is how his daughter was implicated in this as well. Yeah. Um. So you get one guy who's really introspective and really understands how he fucked up, and the other guy just like, no, it's not my fault. It's fucking complicated. So, and to top it all off, hmm. Ali with an eye accepts Johnny's friend request 
but Johnny throws away his phone on the beach just before he sees that. There's another side story. There are so many side stories in this thing. Fuck. See, I didn't really care about that fucking teaser. Like, when Kreese came back in uh, the last episode of season one, I was like, oh, that's a pretty good twist. But then when when I got that phone message of Ali or saw the phone message of Ali, I'm like, you know what? Eh. Eh. Like, meh. Eh. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. I just just wanted to mention it. Um, but like, what can they do with her? Like, she comes back to Johnny's life and try to teach him, bring him back from the brink. I don't know, but I I think obviously there's going to be a team up. Um, and there's going to be some sort of come to Jesus meeting in season three where um, yeah, where where Johnny and uh, and uh, Larusso team up to take down Kreese once and for all. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So, listen, Anthony, what did you? If, well, let's wrap this bad boy up. We've gone for about an hour. What would you give this rating, or what's your recommendation for this? My rating recommendation is is real simple. All right. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you've watched it. That's why you're into the spoilers. If you're stupid and you're just gone into the spoilers, watch this mother fudging series, please, please watch it. No, look, it is really good. It it brings Karate Kid to a whole new generation. What's really cool about this is that people that are our age um, now have kids and they can introduce Karate Kid to their kids through something that's relatable. These kids aren't going to sit down and watch, you know, some either a shitty remake that was made in 2010 or, um, you know, something in the 80s and go, oh, that's old, I don't like it. They're going to watch, you know, what relates to them. And hopefully, 40 years down the track, you know, they do something else um, that's up with the times, maybe a holographic karate kid. So, my recommendation is watch it, enjoy it, watch it again, enjoy it, and uh, and keep watching it and keep uh, giving copies to people. I mean, keep getting people to subscribe to uh, YouTube Premium. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I love it. It's great. It's lighthearted entertainment, but then it's not because it's just fucking soap opera. It has so many twists and turns in the story. You kind of don't really have to be a hardcore Karate Kid fan to get into nah. it because it does such a great job of just filling you in. Um, I explained Easy to everything. watch. 30-minute episodes, if that. Um, really succinct plot that every episode either ends on a twist or drives the plot forward. Um, once you're captivating, it, good storytelling, it's something that you sort of just watch and I never once looked at my phone while I was watching it because it's just like every never. every sort of bit of dialogue is not wasted bullshit um, it's just true good it's old school storytelling um, my I would or I really hope that they sort of season 3 they get in like the weird ponytail guy from Karate Kid 3 and he's that weird <laughs> student they get from the magazine you know that weird kid that with the spiky hair <laughs> Is um, uh, well that ponytail dude that's uh, that's Dracula from uh, vampires. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope they just, I hope they sort of leverage into more of these characters. Maybe even bring back Sato's nephew. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> um, just like have him go to Okinawa for a couple. I don't know, dude. Let's just do it, man. Let's just fucking do just it. Do it. Just go balls to the walls, man. Just do mm-hmm. it. Nah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna bring Miguel back. So you know he goes to Okinawa with. 
<laughs> and they find Sato's nephew yeah, or some shit. And he turns yeah, out to be a healer and heals him. I don't know. Okay. Um, now, nah, look, man, I, I think I think uh, it would be fitting. And I know this this might sound weird because I really like it, but I think it would be fitting if they do end it at the third season. Um, because much like I think with Ash vs. Evil Dead, I think that this could start becoming a bit repetitive because it is essentially, you know, okay, they did the tournament, they've done the school. Okay, what else can you, how many characters can you really bring back? You know, so my fear is that after this, you know, season, if they keep going, it's just going to be boring and stale. So I think do another season, make it the final one and end on a high note. You know, tie up all these loose ends and, yeah, bring back some of these other characters and, and just finish with a bang. I think yeah, it'd be awesome. Exactly. It'd be great. Yeah. All right, listeners, as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, and Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at FMMRPod. That's Full Metal Movie Reviews Pod. Um, and until next time, we will see you down the road. Fear has no place in this dojo. <laughs>